Hello, love. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being here and spending your time with me. I had wanted to record an episode back Monday or like Sunday time frame, but there's been a lot of chaos um, in my household of things just being like changed and um, different people staying here. So I didn't directly have time to make an episode um, those days and I've been trying ever since, but I haven't really gotten some peace and quiet to be able to do so and I've been really, really heavy on judging myself. Also, I'm like figuring out some um, health issues, so there's been a lot of just interesting, It's it's just been an interesting time. Um, so I want to make this podcast episode about, like, vulnerability and mirroring. I'm also very, very drained right now. I've been just very, very, um, hard on myself and not acknowledging when I, my body says no and stuff like that so I'm very very tired and today's been it's only like nine in the morning but today's been a it's been a weird day so I'm gonna be honest but I want this to be authentic so here I am um but the mirroring and the vulnerability part so when we mirror people we're not allowing ourselves to fully be vulnerable because we're mirroring the other person's emotions other person's acts and I know mirroring is very, very common, I think, or at least for the people that I know it's common, Um, like my friends, me and my friends will mirror, so we're just like a bunch of people that mirror each other, and it's a defense mechanism, it's a trauma response from our childhood, so that is something that is kind of usual for us, but when we mirror other people, we're not allowing ourselves to be our most authentic versions of us which then attracts other people that just mirror and that way they're not very vulnerable and I myself I'm always craving vulnerability in my relationships like I'm always like um I want a boyfriend or I want a girlfriend that's vulnerable like stuff like that or I want a relationship partner that's vulnerable um but then realizing that I don't necessarily I'm not all the way vulnerable either and I think that's why I'm only meeting people that are only part way vulnerable as well is because I only am and I'm not allowing myself to fully be vulnerable around people that it's okay to be around and not judging myself for that but just being like and observing that I've been doing a little bit more of intense shadow work every three days I set intentions for the day and I do shadow work that day and that's one of the things that popped up from I think last week when I really wanted to record but I found that so important to share because so many of us um, mirror and especially us like um, spiritual healing kind of people I think I'm trying to find a better word because we're all on a spiritual journey even if we don't quote-unquote spiritually heal but we're just made up of atoms and cosmos and stardust you know we're literally just an extension of the universe and in human form but we don't 
always acknowledge just the things that we want and finding that direct mirror when that's what we really need to look for. So when you mirror people, make sure to take um like a deep breath and just be like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to be vulnerable here and it's going to be okay and then move on. Um, just make, do what you want to do and make sure that you are speaking your truth and you are setting those boundaries, trying your best. And I love you so much. I love you for being your most authentic version because that holds space for others. I don't think you get that. The only reason I'm so, um, open about accepting who I am and um, allowing myself to be full me is because I see people being their most full authentic selves as well and I'm like wow like they look so powerful and so confident and I want to be like that and I found the secret ingredient and that's just being your most authentic self because if you're pretending to be like somebody else that's when there is going to be a kind of it's like when you're trying to play a role, you're not that confident in that role. But when you can be your most authentic self without judging yourself, it doesn't matter. You might have some past trauma from other people saying that you're too much. But if you fully accept yourself, other people doesn't matter. It's just the same as judging judgment is still judging. Like if you're going to constantly look at somebody and judge that's only because you internalize and you judge yourself. And so when you are then judging, take a deep breath as well and just be like, okay, why am I judging? And normally if you sit there, you'll acknowledge this tiny part inside your head, this little voice that's saying that that part of you is too much or this or that and find those triggers. When I first started journaling, I had like these columns in my journal and it was like angry and sad and another one, I don't remember. And every time somebody would trigger me to be angry or mad, angry, mad, or sad, but angry and mad are a lot of the same. I would write it down and then try to find my trigger and I would find, I would start finding the collective reasons why I was feeling that way. And it allowed me to kind of just accept those parts of me and then let them go. Because holding on to that anger and resentment and hate towards another person is not going to do anything. Because when you fully accept yourself, you will not be an angry person. The most angry people that I know fully don't accept themselves. And a lot of the times they'll cover that up with confidence. Somebody that I live with is a very, very angry person. But the only reason why I hold so much compassion is I know that they don't like themselves very much and when you're being the most authentic version of you and you post something and somebody is going to judge you that's because they wish that they would allow themselves to do that so notice all these things and hold compassion and allow yourself to accept what's ever happening but I love you guys so much I think that this is just going to be a short episode because I know a lot of you guys have been wanting to hear another one but I am just very drained today and I have been and I it's we're going to be stepping into a new year and I think that time is just an illusion 
and we like to put these milestones on our humanness almost like we're like okay starting up a new year a new year no me but let us fall back into those old habits because we don't think that we're worthy of some of these things maybe i'll also quickly talk about that is let's say like i do this a lot like i'll get into a really really good habit also guys i'm in my basement and the pipes make weird noises so <laughs> yeah but i will be working out very very consistently let's say for like almost a month and then all of a sudden i don't want to work out at all and that's typically because i don't feel worthy of working out i don't feel worthy of like when i work out i don't do it for the the ego lift i do it because i feel good in in my body especially like running i feel really light on my feet and i feel very healthy and that's what the reason why i do it i don't do it for dishonoring my body and only doing it to shape my body although in the back of my mind i think that's also a small reason for all of us to be working out is because society's put these crazy roles inside of our head of we having to look women had to look a certain way and guys had to be jacked and all this and that but that's not the case but anyhow when you all of a sudden don't want to do something anymore that you're really passionate about take a step back and understand are you doing it because you don't feel worthy of it anymore a lot of us will also not accept a healthy relationship because we don't feel worthy because we've only known bad things for instance i'm going to be vulnerable here growing up i thought I always had a very truth-ridden life you know I had a I would observe and I would have a set of rules and I'd be like okay my family does things this way all I have to do is stay inside these rules and I'll be okay and then something will change and my whole boat would be rocked and I'd be so upset because I'd be like I thought I thought that these were the rules what do you guys mean that this is not right and I also, like, just in so many different small areas of my life, I've only known absent love, if that makes sense. I haven't known true, unconditional love. And so when somebody, for instance, um, says something kind to me or texts me something really kind and compassionate and loving, I'll take and I'll second guess it beforehand. Or somebody's really, like, they'll send me a cute text message, like, flirting or whatever, and I'll be like, are you Are you sure? Like, really? Things like that and second-guessing them. And they'll be like, yeah, what do you mean? And I'll just be like, like, it just doesn't sound right because I've never heard those words except that was the first time ever hearing those words, you know? I didn't grow up um, in a very emotionally vulnerable place. And it's not, I can't judge them. That's just the way that they grew up. And I've grown up with a couple different sets of people. And they're all very emotional <clears throat> emotionally unavailable and that has made it really really hard for me to express myself without being judged and so therefore I don't know what that unconditional love looks like just now this year I have a really really good friend so if you're listening to this I hope you know how much I appreciate you because I don't always express it but I really really am happy that you're in my life because you show me unconditional love and to have people in your life that show you that unconditional love is so, so important. And it might feel really, really weird at first. And you're going to feel unworthy of it because you've never known it. But just allow it to be. I, 
guys, I also just woke up, so my voice is really groggy. But um, even it's like a trigger for me when I see couples arguing and they think that it's funny or like, okay, arguing is healthy, but I know people like couples that call each other mean names and almost like bully each other but not in a funny sense in the moment and it triggers me because I'm like that's not what love looks like to me love to me means unconditional love like unconditional love that means love with no boundaries and not calling each other names words for me like stupid dumb weird are like huge trigger words for me because when I was young I would make mistakes just like every young kid would but I didn't have that common sense I use that in air quotes, common sense, because what even is common sense at this point? But um, I would get, like, teased for that and called stupid. That was a constant word in people's vocabulary to describe me was stupid. And I was never great at school. Like, I would say little things that didn't quite make sense because I didn't grow up, the, like, everybody grew up different ways and people wouldn't hold compassion for me for that. And so... Even that conditional love from friendships and from family. And then it, it just uh, observe those little things and do shadow work on that. And I want to share that with you because I know that little things about me can help you see different areas of your life. But allow that unconditional love into your life and don't accept that conditional love. Don't give your, Don't give others hugs if you don't want to give them a hug. Don't set boundaries for yourself and allow yourself to be who you want to be and you are worthy of a love so beautiful full of adventure and curiosity and specialness and beautiful words and when you really find somebody that's great for you even platonically they will share every love language with you and you will have to share every love language with them. And that's what a true connection is, is allowing yourself to share a connection of physical touch, even like when I said platonically. Um, platonic intimacy was something that I was just talking about with my friend, but even just the act of like sitting close together and cuddling platonically and just little beautiful words of affirmations like I'm proud of you I see how well you're doing thank you for doing this or that for your family even if they don't tell you and those are beautiful words of intimacy quality quality time spending that really great quality time with them um what else what are the other ones um physical touch quality time words of affirmation there's another one that I can't think of. You guys know what it is. But making sure that you give your all to somebody. Keep that part of you for yourself because nobody can else nobody else can crawl inside your head, but also make sure that the love is really being reflected to the person that you want to make known that you really enjoy their company and their love. So with that I hope that all of that made sense. I probably am going to go back and listen to this, but like I said, I'm very, very drained today and especially just sitting here right now, I have a lot to do and I think that's why I'm, it's a good trauma response when people put a lot of pressure onto me. I literally get really, really drained and right now I just know that I have a big to-do list to do and it is just not great. 
I like winging life. If you guys have not been able to tell, I don't like things being so structured. It really freaks me out. Um, I don't like having a very organized life. I don't like the idea of a nine to five or getting married at a young age and having kids like those kind of things. I don't like structure. I like winging things and the way that things are going to be is the way that they're going to be. And I always see so much more beauty by winging things. So that's that. I love you. Thank you for being you. And I will talk to you again soon. I'm sending lots of love.